weeks we've been looking at the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted. And the train of his robe filled the temple. And Isaiah later on would say, I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I'm a man of sin. I'm a man of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. As we've studied through Isaiah, we have seen over and over and over again what an incredible God that we serve. You know, a year ago when this choir was here, a different choir, I know, but when they were here, we scheduled them. There's some things you can schedule, and there's some things you can't schedule. You can schedule a, a doctor's appointment. You can schedule an oil change. You can schedule a, a haircut. You can't really schedule an illness or an accident. You can't schedule a, a, a fender bender. <laughs> you can't schedule hair loss. I mean, you know, bad... Some of these ladies said they were worried about a bad hair day. I don't have that worry today. <laughs> some things you can schedule, some things you can't schedule. And there's a verse in Isaiah, chapter 57, verse 15, talks about something that God has scheduled that we don't necessarily schedule. This is what it says, For this is what the high and lofty one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and lowly in spirit, to revive to bring new life, the spirit of the lowly, to revive the heart of the contrite. From time to time, I've been in churches where they said, we're going to schedule a revival. I got news for you. You can't really schedule that. But that doesn't mean there's nothing you can do about it. And I want to just give you two thoughts from this. First of all, we need to understand that God calls us to be revived. What is revival? Sometimes we think that's the, the old big tent, the circus tent with the sawdust down the, 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 the aisles. That's not what it is. Revival, literally from Webster's, is to bring back to consciousness. To revive is to restore to full use. A.W. Tozier was writing about revival, and he said, True revival is when the wind of God blows over my face and into the church. When the wind of God blows across my face and into the church. Revival is God coming down among us, visiting us, dwelling among us in glory, overflowing into every nook and cranny of our lives. You ever have anything like that happen to you? About four years ago, someone tried to break into my van, broke out the back window, and, and I took it to a glass place, had it repaired. There wasn't, they should have known, a pastor's vehicle. There's nothing to steal. What were they thinking? But they broke that window, and they cleaned up the broken window. They put a new window in, and for four years, I've been finding little shards of glass all through the vehicle. And this week, we were getting some ice for the lunch for the gals, and we spilled. I, I broke open the bag of ice accidentally in the back of my van, and it spilled into the van. And as I was cleaning it out, I found another shard of glass. In every nook and cranny of our life, God says, I want to be there. I want to permeate who you are. It's what the high and lofty one says. It's the manifest presence of God, the immediacy of God, the nearness of God in every aspect. God's grace, His love, His goodness, His power. John 5.24 says, Those who hear my word and believe in Him cross over from death. And the word there, to revival, to new life. That's what revival is, so what should I do about revival? If we can't schedule it, what do we do? Well, we can remove the obstacles. He says he is going to, to be with those who are contrite and lowly in spirit. Remove the obstacles in our life that may keep God from visiting us. What are those obstacles? 
God visits those who are contrite. We don't use that word a lot. That means repentant. More than just saying, I'm sorry. Really a change of attitude. In verse 14, right before this, it says, build up, build up, prepare the road, remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. We're upwardly, upwardly mobile. We want to get better. We want a better job, a better house, a better car, a better uh, RV, a, a better boat, a better body. We always want to go up. And God says, when you become weak, I become strong. When you realize your true condition, God is there. 2 Corinthians 10, 12 says, when I am weak, he is strong. With all the flooding that was going on in the southeast, with, with all that was happening there, I, I saw one of the flood victims was searching desperately. His 10-year-old son had gotten separated from him. Couldn't find his 10-year-old son for 24 hours. He was looking everywhere. He was desperate. He was panicked. He did not know. And he tried everything within his power. And finally, they had a picture of him kneeling down in the rain, praying, God, just bring my son back to me. And you heard at the edge of the clearing, this 10-year-old boy say, Dad, here I am. That man at that moment knew what was important. It was not the house that had been ruined and washed down the river. It was not all the material things. It was to have his family safe and sound together. He had his priorities straight. And so many times our priorities are so wrong. It's all about stuff. And God says, when you become contrite, Your heart is beating with mine so that we're on the same page with what's important. Remove the obstacles and make the necessary adjustment. Ask God to live with you. We had, we started out with two two ladies that were going to, I started to say girls, I can't say, two ladies, two young ladies that were going to stay with us last night, and the Lord decided we needed four. We had so much fun. We played apples to apples. And I want to, no, I won't get into that, okay? What happens at the nights stays at the nights. Victoria, Victoria just went. (gasps) (sighs) We had some ladies that came and camped out for a night. We were thrilled. 39 years ago, there was another tour, another choir, another small group. And I fell in love with one of the ladies. Next, a week from tomorrow, it'll be 36 years that we've been married. It's great to have you camp out. It's been unbelievable to have her live with me. And God says, I don't want to just camp out for a night. I want to come live with you and gives you that offer today as they sing as they minister God has scheduled something that we might not have scheduled and it's far more than rain he scheduled a time to meet with us